It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're going to be talking a little bit about Tiger's car crash. It was, it was a little bit past our recording last week, so we'll go into that. Uh, we'll talk about Colin's win at the WGC Workday at the concession. Um, and we'll also talk a little bit about the Arnold Palmer Invitational with some DFS and betting picks heading into this week. So let's get into it. I don't know why I just called him Colin, not Colin Markawa, but whatever. <laughs> I guess we're, we're on first name basis. basis. Yeah, you're on first name basis with them. Um, yeah, so let's let's get inside the ropes. Right off the bat, this always happens to us. The biggest breaking news happens right after we record the podcast. But this week we're recording on Tuesday, so hopefully we haven't yeah, missed anything. Yeah, I gotta hopefully. open up Bleacher Report and go to golf and just keep refreshing because you know something's gonna that's happen. What, that's, today. that's what I was doing. That's what I said exactly. yesterday. Oh yeah, like Colin Morikawa's gonna retire today and like become a doctor and just stop playing golf, and that's gonna be the big news yeah. of the day. I remember. I don't even know. I, I, I was like, I had my phone down. I was in like my law class. And then I, I like flip my phone over and I just have like 20 new messages within like 10 minutes. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. What happened? I was, <laughs> Somebody I, was at, I was saying at lunch, I had just finished playing golf with my friends and we were all at lunch, just like chilling. Like we just got our food probably, I think. And then my friend says like, he's like, Tiger was in a car crash. And we're like, like what? And like we look, we go to Twitter and like we see the statement from like Schefter and like we see the picture. We're like, oh my god! Like we like, we're all, all of us are freaking out. We're like he might never play again. Like, is he like gonna, like what happened? Like we we were all scared. He was also like could have been like intoxicated or something like that. Or yeah, like, like that, that, was that, that scared me. But I mean, it was like, also at seven a.m. So I had to just the way out. that like the news and like like all the sports channels and stuff were covering it, it had like big Kobe Bryant vibes. Like from last yeah. Oh no, it definitely, it definitely did. If 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 he like got if something worse happened, like it would have been. I mean, it already was Kobe Bryant vibes, but it would have been like the story of the year probably again. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like awful. just like Kobe last year. Yeah, that was just like. I mean, I didn't really know what to think of it at first. I was just like, Where did I? I just kind of looked at it. I was like, huh. Like, I didn't really. I had. I had no reaction. It was weird. Like, uh, yeah, I thought like maybe oh, was it like his like one of his previous car crashes where like, you know, it wasn't really that bad. <laughs> I also I also kept seeing that day like Dwayne Wade was posting a video of him and like Tiger on the golf course. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like how would he get in a car crash at 7 a.m.? He was on the golf course, Dwayne Wade, but that was apparently the day before. The day before, yeah. yeah. He was doing like some promo uh, shoots. Yeah, for, I think he was at yeah Riviera. Yeah. Jason, uh, but so, do, yeah, do, you think, do you think he's do you think he's gonna play again? Is there a chance? I would assume. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, those are some pretty. I don't know. Speed. Yeah, I mean, what they said, like, he had a, a shattered ankle and like he's a rod in his leg. Couple, now. Yeah, a couple fractures in his leg and stuff. I don't know. That's pretty compound in one background. fracture in the other. So I mean, yeah. I just don't. I don't know if pro golf is gonna be it for a while. I think. I mean, I think he'll be able to play golf. I'm sure he'll be able to play in the PNC Championship um, every year. Yeah. I'm sure that's something he's going to want to do. Honestly, um, as long as he'll be able to play with his, like, as long as he'll be able to play with, like, Charlie and everything. Yeah. And, like, if he's able to play in that next year, it's going to be, like, the most televised, like... Yeah, it'll be... That'll be really ever. cool. It'll, it'll be, be really fun cool if Charlie Woods will be, in pr- be, like, in prime time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not, but, like, whatever. Still. I mean, everybody, like, was saying, like, oh, don't 
doubt Tiger. Like he might come back and win. A yeah, don't doubt you know, him, like, but it's, yeah. oh, absolutely not. Oh no, no, I, I, I would not be surprised. But it's like if he's gonna come, like this is probably his most unlikely comeback event, if anything. Right. Yeah. Agree. Everything else has happened. Which, whatever. At least this happened to him while he was, you know, in his mid forties and not like in his prime. You know. Yeah. Well, like like something else that like. Other things that happen in this like, I mean, money ben, I think, money I think uh, whichever. I think Ben Hogan. I don't know if you heard that story where he had like a really bad car crash in like the middle of his career. He came back and yeah. like, and he came back and won like like three or four majors after it. And like they were saying he was never going to play golf again. So, um, and like hopefully, he didn't even hopefully. have like modern like day like medicine and and like surgeries and stuff. So, yeah, but he's all, he's also not competing against this day and age of golfers too. Oh, yeah, he comes back. So we'll see. Hopefully yep. he comes back. I just want I just want to see him play in like made like a major tournaments and compete again. Like I'd I'd be happy if I saw that. If he didn't win one, I'd be okay. If, if you want you won one more tournament in general, I'd be okay with that too, just because that'd be breaking the record. But yeah. I don't I think mean, he's gonna it's, win it's gonna be a long like road. Majors. If, yeah, it'll if be he a gets long back road. to that. So um and also how about on Sunday? Uh you saw a lot of the golfers wearing red. Um that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really I, cool. That was actually awesome. I feel like a big storyline from that was that Scotty Scheffler's red shirt was like really ugly. He, he was wearing the same shirt as Rory. Yeah, they both. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that was a, a ugly shirt. Scheffler's like, shirt was super baggy, too. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Well, was it uh, um, Tommy Fleetwood, Jason Day, and I think Tony Finau had like the mock yeah, the girl next. Those were, that was Tony Finau. That was champ. Cameron yeah. Champ or Lamarck too. Yeah, and Tony mm-hmm. Finau walked in with like the backwards hat and like sunglasses. Yeah, that was cool. That was sick. Also, that was really cool. Uh, Cameron Champ, another another guy who has like benefited off of the who's not of the week. Yeah, true. I'm pretty sure what he finished like. T- what did he finish last week? Thirties or something. Like, I mean, whatever. It wasn't a huge field. He made the cut, so that's that's. <laughs> well, of course, T48. No, so really, wait, not, not 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 the oh. best. He's not back yet. <laughs> no, no, it's because he shot uh, five over on Sunday. But oh. so like he couldn't he couldn't deal know. with the Sunday red. Also, yeah. we talk about Morikawa. His shirt, his red shirt got like lost in like Memphis for Sunday. Yeah, I think yeah, he, he couldn't uh, wear the, red. The, but so he, the, yeah, the, his red shirt. So, so 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 he couldn't wear red on Sunday. So we decided just to play like Tiger on Sunday instead of yeah. the um, the Adidas guys. Adidas like Adidas's package like got lost in the uh, in the mail, I guess. Um, and whatever, John Rom usually wears pink on Sunday, so he was wearing um, pink. So that was kind of why. Enough. JT, JT wore like a lighter shade of yeah. red too. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Adidas, cool. Adidas kind of messed up there. But um, yeah, who's not of the week? Adidas. Golf. Yeah, Adidas golf. Um, so let's, let's t- we'll talk a little uh, bit about the actual tournament. I mean, I, I feel like people will underestimate how difficult the course was. I agree. It was at 18, the, the winning score was at 18 under, but of course it's because hard. the weather, the weather just cooperated all weekend. I feel like. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, some of those, and some of those holes, like you saw some of like, like last day, I was watching most of the last day and <laughs> Like there are some people who would shoot like eighty and then shoot sixty seven the next day. Like there's like mm-hmm. the some people would shoot super. Like DJ shot seventy seven and seventy seventy six two days. Cameron sure. Smith on Saturday he put five yeah. balls in the water throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. Like like, like the court like the course the, the score did not show how hard the course was and like no. the 
the, I think the 13th hole, the par five, had more double bogeys than birdies. And it's a par, it's a 533 yard par five. Like that, that's absurd. Yeah. How, I mean, yeah, how difficult that is. I mean, put it into perspective. Uh, I think it was on Saturday, maybe Friday. Victor Hovland was playing like an unreal round. He gets to the 18th hole and he makes an eight. Like he was, pu- he was locked yeah. in too. And like, and he, he probably makes an eight out of nowhere. He at least tied it. Yeah. He, yeah. he would have been at least tied if he made par on that. I mean, whatever. He, he ended up going it was over. He got in the lip of the bunker. Yeah, yeah. He ended up going over the, over the green, I think. And he was like in the fescue. So he like tried to hit out of that. Went into the bunker, was on the lip. He hit it back into the fescue. Then he like yeah. did the same thing, but he hit shorter the green. And like this, we're on like shot like six now. And it was just like it was all over the place. Um, he was playing tennis, kind of like like sometimes we do that. Um, it was yes. it was nice to see a pro, uh, one of the best ball strikers in the world. Uh, yeah, not, not a great short, short game guy though. No, but like no, <laughs> he was still playing yeah. tennis. He's he's unreal. I mean, he's. I feel like he's. I mean, like I don't want to talk about on Victor, Victor Hovland, but I feel like he's like a little overvalued this week. Oh, he is. Maybe. No, we'll, I, I saw we'll get into it. Well, on, he, def- uh, he, def- he definitely is. In fact, the fact, he has better, he has the same odds as Bryson, like this, like to win. I guess. I'm yeah. just hot of the week. Yeah, true. Um, but one more thing about the course. It's like, you'll see it this week too at, the, at, at Bay Hill. Like, depending on the weather, it can literally like, you can shoot the winner will be like 20 under there or last year they were like four under. Yeah. So it's just like the same thing. Say the weather was like bad, this bad, this weekend at uh, the concession, I'm sure you would have seen like a two under three, four score, but also, also, I, I hope just, they get another tournament. I'm also just thinking, uh, Colin Morikawa might start to become a, a Jack Nicholas course horse. He won the, really? uh, the workday charity open this year, which was at, the memorial and the work day yeah oh he's one two work, work day days. guy yeah <laughs> um, and two, two jack Nis- two uh jack nicholas uh courses so um wait work day is not the same that. thing as ups is it ups uses work day i think maybe work day yeah, is like their, own, big work day. their own entity but ups it's like that's their big client so like yeah whatever <laughs> irrelevant but <laughs> uh yeah so what else do we want to talk about i mean like Calm or cow, just in general, I want to say, like, into this week, we were wondering who was going to do well at this course because, like, there's no course history. But, like, of course, it was Calm or cow, who was just, like, all around, just solid. I mean, that's just kind of how it was going to be. Just great iron player, too. Like, that's where you just need to, the crew just need to be a great iron player and had the putter. I think he changed his putter grip, too, in the beginning of the week. Yeah. Because, like, he He also used the claw. Yeah, he used the claw. But, like, I was new this year. New this year. Okay. But, like the putter, like he hit his irons are always great. He hits decent, good drives, like good enough drives. And if he gets in the green, his power is hot. Like he's gonna, like he can be anyone probably. I mean, yeah. For future reference, let's look. Just paint greens and putting. I mean, for future reference, for tournaments that don't have any course history, looking at the people who finish kind of near the top: Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Billy Horschel, Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, and Webb Simpson. And then like Louis Oosthuizen and Patrick Reed. Like those are just all like good all around like solid golfers like they good ball strikers and they hit a lot of greens like that's just kind of reminds me you gotta go it kind of it kind of reminds me of like the the pga because that was really last course we had like that was like we didn't really know or i guess the u.s open went foot too but pga was like one of those courses where we didn't really know what like history would tell us and Mm -hmm. like kepka played well sky shuffler played well morikawa obviously won 
Uh, yeah, we'll have to take that into account. Yeah. I mean, especially, like outside of a big stage too. Outside of like Jason Kokrak, who I think finished like T9, like all the names mm-hmm. up there are like people you'd expect to. Yeah. I mean, it is, the, is, w, is like, w, WGC yeah. too. Yeah. But still, yeah. like even the, guy, the guys, guys that you would expect to finish near the bottom kind of finish near the bottom. I mean, I feel bad for, for Matthew Wolf who went out and shot 11 over on the first day and it was like, there's no point in this and just withdrew. Yeah. So what happened to, what happened to Cantley? Didn't Cantley withdraw um, too? He withdrew. He had like, Oh, I want to talk about this. Me and, I, I didn't even know this happened. Honestly. Me and my roommate had Patrick Cantley in our DraftKings lineups and our DraftKings lineups were so good, but <laughs> Patrick Cantley, we, we wake up on, on, thursday morning like we didn't really check our lineups he withdraws because he has a stummy ache stomach <laughs> my guy's stummy hurt i don't know must have ate and something like bad dehydrated or dehydrated or something yeah, it's just like know. come on i mean, like, I mean in this day and age in this day and age with the whole covid thing like anything could be like a, a covid scare and it's just like it's not worth it so it was just so annoying i don't mind it was it. like that's just hold him out and get him on the pod and talk about it yeah, <laughs> which uh, honestly, I think this is a tournament that Patrick Cantley could have won. Um, he would have been easily. Right up there. He definitely could have. It's like like ball, just ball ball striker, like just like good iron shots, and he probably could have won this tournament. Yeah. Let's move into uh, who's hot, who's not. Who's hot? We Jeek kind of mentioned this earlier. It's Victor Hovland. Yeah. He's not only hot, I mean, he's like, flaming hot. Like in his last seven yeah. starts, including like on, on the European tour, T2, T5, T6, T2. Then he has like a an outlier T31, T3, and first. So he's Where been top one. I don't know. He's been top. I think maybe the farmers. Um he's been top. Right, but he was like in that tournament. He just like had a bad last day. Oh no, he finished second in the farmers at American Express. Oh, right. Yeah, American Express. Okay. Smaller tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of an irrelevant tournament. Mm-hmm. But still, um, like even when you're off thirty one. Yeah, I mean he's just been amazing. <laughs> but uh I he can't win again though. Or actually he can't win again. Well he did win. If he, as long as he wins, it <laughs> doesn't win in the US. But uh if this no, tournament was in, in US. If, this, if this tournament was in Mexico, he would have won. Like yeah, he would have he would have won if it was in Mexico. Yeah. That 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 eighth hole was just because of the Puerto Rico curse. Or the eighteenth yeah. hole the other day was part exactly. of the Puerto Rico curse. I mean, speaking of the Puerto Rican curse, I mean it, we can say who are who's not, but like also Brandon Grace is who's not. Well, Brandon Grace. Yeah, Brand, we'll get into that different. for people's camp. We'll get into that <laughs> next. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, keep spoiling it. Well, Havon, Havon, I think I think everyone was like Havon and Wolf are going to be the guys still, and Morikawa is obviously the guy. But Havon's make Havon's making sure that we we don't forget about him. It's like okay, he's like still like it's I think he's sure better than Wolf. Morikawa. It's, 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 it's Morikawa, Havon, Wolf. Yes, it's Morikawa, Havon, yeah. Wolf. And like Sung JM and like Neiman right there too was like well, Sung JM and Neiman are both on top of Wolf. I mean, yeah, you, right you, now you yeah. can say who you're, who's not right now, but my who's not is like Matthew Wolf. The guy shot an 83 and withdrew from the tournament, and like he just is awful right yeah. now. Yeah, he's, yeah he's the guy that has no short game right now too. Like it's actually insane. Like he gets like within 50 yards and he can't hit it like anywhere close, which is like yeah. Like I remember the farmer, the farmers, he was like going bunker shots and everything. Yeah. So. 
I mean, another another who's not um, is Harris English. I mean, he won the Tournament of Champions a while back, but since then he has a T31, a cut, a cut, and then this week he was 66th in a 72-man field. So that um, seems like forever ago he won the Tournament. Of so watch yeah. out for him this week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just crazy how you could go from winning like a tournament with such a great field and then kind of be nowhere after that. So yeah, that is maybe maybe a nice little Century Tournament Champions curse. Ooh, maybe. JT's not playing well right now. Xander, Xander has a one since then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, we might have uncovered something. Yeah. All right. And then let's move into People's Champ of the Week. Yeah. So People's Champ of the Week. Um, I kind of I watched the end of this tournament, the Puerto Rico Open, and uh, Brandon Grace ended up winning the Puerto Rico Open. And he actually won a Puerto Rico Open only one month after his father passed away from COVID-19. So he was a little emotional there at the end. And the way he won this tournament, Johnny Vegas had the lead, who I picked this week. Um, and he closed out. He chipped in from a bunker on 17 um, for Eagle. And then he birdied um, 18 to win. So, I mean, that's just like, like he was like, that's insane that he got an Eagle on 17 and like ended yeah. up getting the win. Um, he was saying like his dad always told him to play aggressive and yeah, I would say yeah, eagle birdie play, to finish play, uh, finish play, off. Play, a, that plays a I mean, I literally I thought I had the I had the dub uh, Johnny Vegas. I made the, I the, the odds post and the uh, I made the the Instagram and I, I was ready to the boast that we had another winner, even though it was a Puerto Rico Open. Um, but good for Brandon yeah. Grace, um, but also not good, good for Brandon for, Grace. Good for him. Yeah, because <laughs> good he, for him. Never good for him. Good for him for winning now when uh after his dad died, which I think is really cool, but like sorry in advance for not winning the rest of your career just because important. which whatever. He's a guy that plays on the European tour quite a bit. So yes, yes, so he can win. Yeah, he'll win over there. Yeah, he'll win over there. He'll be okay. Which whatever. Yeah. I, I mean I mean I was looking That's at Brandon good. Grace. Like he was pretty good a couple years ago and he's kind of fallen off a little bit to the point where he's playing in the Puerto Rico Open. So well, um, I I remember I first I first I first heard about him when he was competing with Jay or Jordan and DJ at the US Open, like at Chambers Bay, like mm-hmm. 2016. And then like he kind of like was linger like he would linger around like on tour a couple for a couple years. And then like I just haven't heard much from him since. I think yeah, was, he's he, got, was he on he's the got presence a couple, couple of team tour. last year? He might have been. I think no. he's got a couple of PGA tour wins. He has them before. I think he, has, I think he, he, has he does. Yeah. Now. So I don't know. It's just he's fallen off a little bit. Um, so it's good to get a win for him. Um, of course, especially yeah. during this time for him as well. Exactly. Yeah. So let's uh, stat of the week. I was going to move into skins, but let's go with, with the stat of the week first. Yeah. So I saw this on the on the broadcast. It, I'm sure you guys did too. Um, Colin Morikawa is only the second person to win a major in a WGC before the age of 25. And I bet you could guess who the other player is, um, Tiger Woods. So he's in pretty good company there. I wonder how many there. times he did it too. I wonder how many times Tiger did that. Yeah. <laughs> like sure. separately. Several. Like I wonder how many times Several. he did. I wonder how many times he won a major and WGC separately before the age of 25. When did, when did WGC start? Like when was the first time they they played at WGC? Um, that's a good point because it definitely wasn't like a long time. I mean, no, it like, wasn't like like Jack would probably won one. So ni- 1999 uh, is the first time they oh, played so a like right when Tiger. Yeah, they, right, the when, yeah, right when Tiger was. 1999. Was that the first major? Was that Tiger's um, first major? 
or first just like debut maybe i don't know he has the no it wasn't it wasn't his debut tiger woods tiger has the the tournament record of uh to par at 25 under in a WGC, tiger won uh 2002 tiger, tiger won a major in 1997 i don't know how old he was then but that, that uh, was yeah, no, so, so, so Tiger Tiger won the five of the Multiple first seven, seven WGCs. <laughs> okay, um, that answers our question. <laughs> the first seven. That Wait, is where was unbelievable? Where was the twenty-five under uh, event? Uh, I don't know. I think I I just says like tournament record here, and obviously it has okay. like concession in and stuff like that. It might be the WGC Mexico maybe. twenty-five under. Oh wait, that didn't that that uh, was no. You won it the American Express. Yeah, he won the American Express by only one shot. <laughs> but so he won the first seven events of WGC. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah he won. <laughs> that just goes to show we're like, oh, DJ's plus five fifty this week. That's crazy. And then no, like, Tiger, no, no. I saw Tiger on Twitter was... somewhere. I finally figured it out. Like I saw that Tiger was like minus one thirty going into some weeks. Yeah, he's. I, I finally found this out. I was like, I feel like it was really hard to find, but like Tiger was legit minus one thirty going into like uh, multiple no, so events. He, yeah. he won nineteen. He won twice in nineteen ninety nine. Won two thousand. Won one two thousand one two thousand two two thousand three. Like he just he won one pretty much every year. He was like playing. Yeah, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Um, and then he didn't win one two thousand eight, two thousand thirteen. I think the two thousand eight. Well, why do you think? He won the he won the match. Yeah, why do you think that, Jake? But uh, the 2008 match play, he won the final match over Stuart Sink eight and seven. That's crazy. 2008. I'm excited for the for the match play. I the match play is awesome. I love watching the match two play. Two weeks from now, I think. Um, match play is so yeah. Much fun I need I need yeah. like a, a Brooks Kepko like uh Bryson DeChambeau match or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm that, sure. Give me, we'll, give me a give me a group stage match. Yeah, maybe maybe two. a Xander Shoffley, uh Patrick Reed. Arthur, We'll do par three of um, of of uh, match if you want to see in like a in a match play. Yes, okay, we'll like that, that week like or something. That. Yeah, that'll be good. When is that? Uh, but in the meantime, let's get into skins with the course preview from Jeek. But first, let's get a little word from Roback. You probably noticed us wearing some new Roback merch over the past few episodes. Whether it was uh, the hat both me and Jeek are wearing right now, Trevor has one as well, a pullover or a collared shirt. We're partnering with Roback in 2021, and we couldn't be more excited. So head to the link in our bio, add the Roback merch you want, and you'll get 15% off just by using the link. So enjoy and crave activity. All right, skins. So this week we have the Arnold Palmer Invitational playing at Bay Hill, um, par 72, 74-19. Um, the course actually played pretty hard last year. I think Tyrell Hatton won at minus four, which is kind of an outlier. It's usually around 12, 11, sometimes 18. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just depends on the weather. Yeah, it does. I mean, this is a relatively toughish course. I mean, it's you got some very high rough um, when they come and play here, and there's a lot of water. Um, and because of the water and, and like the dog legs, the course probably plays longer than its actual distance. Um, and many players will be laying up in order to just like stay um, dry. Um, like the par five, six hole is pretty eagleable, but it's also could yield a high score, kind of like a high risk reward. Um, and you'll have pretty lightning fast greens once again, probably not as fast as last week, but still pretty fast. Um, just important stats, strokes gain approach, um, is, is a good one. And, um, as we said last year, when we, when we previewed this tournament proximity from 200 plus 
is probably the uh, the most important stat this week. Um, about a third of the approaches come from over 200 yards because of these layups. Um, and the same thing of par threes gain 200 to uh, 225. Um, the par threes average about 215 yards. So you have some pretty long par threes this week. Um, and just previous winners, Tyrell Hatton won last year, Molinari, McElroy, Leishman, and Jason Day. What you see there with those five winners is like they all have that similar like like they play well on tough courses. Like yeah, type of characteristic. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you'll see that this week with a bunch of guys that we'll probably uh, talk about. Are but, we gonna you know, see? Into- are, are we gonna see Bryson drive the green on the sixth hole? Drive over the wall. I mean, he'll, he'll go or for attempted. it. He just might. He just might. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Whichever. Bryson hasn't been been too hot lately, but um, no, 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 no. Like, it, he's getting there though. He had a good weekend after a really bad Thursday. Yeah, he did. He had usually one of those things where it's like he had a terrible day, then like a sick day the next day, or a better day. Well, he broke day. the course record. Yeah, and then yeah. Colin kind of tied it. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Uh, but yeah, let's move into DraftKings. How? Let's go, Trev G. Me. Okay, I love I love my picks this week. So I'll go with my first pick, Sam Burns at eighty four hundred. I think he has crazy value for his stats. He's tenth in total strokes gain, eighteenth uh, in strokes gain fatigue, sixteenth strokes gain putting, twenty eighth in strokes gain approach. Just finished third at the Genesis, where he basically was winning the whole weekend until final nine holes, and he's never missed a cut here. So he's even at eighty four hundred. Like you'd look for guys like Pat said, like. If all your guys make the cut, like you're going to win money, and I think it's a pretty pretty good bet for with his stats and his his form as well to make the cut and do pretty well, even compete. I think too. Beyond the Genesis, I'm pretty sure he finished like really well at Pebble too, and he's just like yeah, overall yeah. playing really well recently. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. pretty good and good value at that that number. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for Louis Ustazen at 8800. Um, he hasn't had a lot of recent success at the Arnold Palmer, but he has played well. Um, in the past. Um, he's third in strokes game putting this year. He's actually been unreal on the greens lately. Um, that's kind of why he's been finishing so well. In his last two events in the U.S., he's finished in the top 11. I think he had a T5 this week. Um, so I'm just going to ride the hot, hot hands. He's a pretty steady player, um, kind of similar to some of the winners that we saw before, saw um, the last couple of years. So um, I'm going to go with him. Yeah. Um, and then my two guys are both like, they're both in the DraftKings lineup I put together this week, but they're not like the high guys. I went more with like the mid and low for my uh, picks this week on the pod. Um, so first one's Kevin Nod, 8,000. He's been playing actually like, I feel like really good golf recently, like under the radar. I mean, he mm-hmm. just finished 11 this, this week. Um, and he's, he's up there in the guys who have gained the most strokes this journey. I think he was like fourth or fifth I read. Um, and obviously like just based off of current, form and the fact that he can putt pretty well he, he drives ball accurately i feel like he'll be able to like you know not really blow up on a lot of holes and then low pick brandon todd 7300 i just like the value with this one i know it's like a pretty like good field so like a lot of guys like brandon todd will be lower but i like him he's not like a long driver but obviously like we say all the time he's so accurate off the tee um and he's actually coming off a really hot weekend i think he shot like a 74 on thursday and then he ended up finishing like T18. I think he shot like a 65 on Saturday or Sunday. So I'm, I'm liking Brendan Todd this week. Yeah, he's one of those guys that we're, we're trying to will into playing playing well because he's a very good pick at. The I want him on the. Even when he's not. I want him on the Ryder Cup team so bad. Yeah. 
he, um, he, yeah. he could make it if he plays as well he did last year for sure but that, that's that's a reach i think a little bit yeah. <laughs> but i just want it <laughs> yeah um so my next pick, I'm going to go with Harold Varner third. He's only 6,800 this week, but just kind of looking into the stats, he's 10th in par three efficiency from 200 to 225. Um, and he's 19th in strokes can approach this year, as well as 24th in proximity from 200 to 225. Um, he's played in this event three times. He's made the cut two out of the three, time, three times. Um, he hasn't had a lot of great recent results but the stats are pretty good for him and he's only 6800 which is like very low value so i'd look for a made cut maybe he could sneak into the top 20 um at that value that would be great so um harold barner the third at 6800 so my guy i'll go with 6900 matthew nismith again crazy value for his stats uh ninth in strokes gain approach 17th in strokes gain t to green 31st strokes gain total He's top 20 in his last three events he's played, including T20, the Genesis, T16, Pebble, T7, and Phoenix. So I think he's with his ability to strike the ball and his form as well. I think 1600 is great, great value, just like Jake said with uh, Varner. I think there's a guy you can put in, like, you're probably your lowest guy. He's a pretty good bet to make the cut as well. Yeah. So let's get a little uh, beating the bookie segment in before we give our best bets and nine winners. So right over to him. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Beating the Bookie, back on the Pin High Pod. I have four free plays for this week's Arnold Palmer Invitational, so let's get started. My first free play I like is on Sam Burns, minus 120, to defeat Cameron Tringali in a tournament matchup. Burns has been playing some great golf the last month, and I think he continues it this weekend. I like Sam Burns, minus 120, over Cameron Tringali. My second free play is a fade on possibly one of the most overrated golfers of our time. Ricky Fowler, plus 180 to miss the cut. Fowler's been struggling mightily the past year, and I don't think he finds his game at a course that played the hardest of any in the 2020 season, with only four golfers finishing under par. I think if his drive doesn't find the fairways, he'll be digging himself out of the deep stuff all week. So I like Fowler at plus 180 to miss the cut. My third free play is a top 20 finish for Hideki Matsuyama at plus 120. Hideki often plays the hardest courses in America the best, and his game has been very consistent the last month. So I like Hideki Matsuyama to finish in the top 20 at plus 120. You can even take him in the top 10, because I think he has a chance to finish in the top 5. My fourth and final free play won't be popular with many, but I'm taking Justin Rose to win this tournament at plus 7,000. I think Justin, if he finds fairways and his iron game is working, I think Justin has what it takes to take this thing down with a field that is very limited. So I'm taking Justin Rose at 70 to 1 to win this tournament. Those are my free plays. I hope we can cash them this weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. All right, so another week where I just I, I lose out on the skin. Like, Jeek has five, Trevor has three, I have zero. I've won plenty of, of, of like, my best bets. Which is not, not the, the right, right week. Yeah, yeah, not the right not week. Not the right week. So that's, that's tough. Uh, I'll start with the, uh, with the best bets this, this, uh, and the winners this week since I uh, went last in DraftKings. So last week, I mean, last week, we'll talk about it uh, later, but Hatton, T22, I had him top 20. 
that's just that, that's deep. tough. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Paul, Ca- Paul Casey is plus twenty five hundred. I was really like I was, I was looking over this for a while yesterday because I was writing my golf city bets article and I couldn't find, I couldn't like come up with who I wanted to pick to win. But he's really really good tee to green and he's also like super accurate off the tee for how long he drives the ball. I'm pretty sure he's like. He's like both 35th in driving accuracy and driving distance, or maybe like 37th in driving distance, um, which is like under the radar. You wouldn't expect Paul Casey to be like a, a big mm-hmm. uh, like, like driver of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's coming off two top 10 finishes. I feel like he fits the mold of like a good ball striker winning this tournament. Uh, and I like the value. And then uh, my best bet, Will Zalatoris, top 40, minus 143. I might well, as well Pat. get what I see minus one sixty two on draft on DraftKings book, really? Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I put it I put it in yesterday. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, really? I, I mean, if it was minus one point three yesterday and it went jumped up, then that was fine. Well, but. let me see what let me see what it was in my in my draft my uh, article yesterday. I had it at one minus one forty three. Okay. Okay. Does that count? You know, if we we would have yeah, recorded the podcast yesterday, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. We would have. I agree. I agree. Um, All right. So yeah. Anyway, he's like the big stat I'm looking at. I know Jake said strokes gained like approach, but the one I'm looking at is like T to green, and he's like literally Mister T to green. I forget what what he is in T to green. He's uh, let me look. I have it right here. He is. He's eighth in T to green, and he's. 15th in driving distance he's actually not great like accuracy wise but he hit 71 percent of fairways last week which is like really good so i think he'll do well this week and obviously come top 40 that's like one of our favorite bets he's mm-hmm. actually like he's Definitely. scary good like it's weird we were, we were kind of called him like out a full on the, tour member yet. yeah we kind of called them out in the corn Ferry tour last year because like i'm like dude like this guy finishes top five every week in the corn Ferry tour we, we gotta bet it and it's kind of become a thing and then all of a sudden he gets over to the PGA Tour and he's like playing lights out. So they'll doing it, yeah. Um, I'll go with my picks now. Um, my winner, I'm gonna go with Jordan Spieth plus three thousand. Now this could go one of two ways. This could either be a terrible pick or this could be like the hot, the like best pick of the week. I like him um, actually. <laughs> I mean, he took a week off last week, um, and he's ready to reload. I guess um, his game's definitely not all the way back, and he does still struggle hitting the ball off the tee. Um, which could be an issue this week because there's a ton of water. But if he plays a smart, yeah. lays up a little on a, a lot of holes and stuff like that, he could definitely be right in in it. Um, I could definitely see him doing that. He's actually never played in this event before. It's never really fit into his um, into his schedule. That's so strange really, that he's never played. You don't mm-hmm. really know. Um, Surprising. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't really know how he's going to fare here. But, um, I mean, he's been really hot. Um, two of his last three starts, he's been... Um, He's had a Sunday lead, um, and he has three straight top 15s. So um, I feel like one of us has to pick him every week until he wins, and uh, I'll be the guy this week. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> and then my best bet, I'm going to go with Max Homa, top 40, minus 134 as of yesterday. Um, that's kind of good value for him in a top 40. I mean, he's he's finished in the top 25 and six of his, seven, of his last seven starts. Um, hasn't missed a cut since the Masters. So top 40 is really realistic and it's pretty good value there. Um, he's he, becoming the guy who's like extremely un- undervalued too. He's, he's been yeah. playing great and like he's, he's still on top really of his, low. Yeah. This is probably the best that Max home has ever played. Um, yeah, it, it definitely is. So well, he's um, like low key, just like a winter golfer. I feel like, like, cause yeah, I feel like I last, last year he was having like a similar stretch 
like mm-hmm. not like not as good probably but like very similar like playing like really really well yeah and you, you, you played well at the genesis last year too i so, mean whatever yeah. there's a lot of guys you could pick in the in the top 40 area like like pat obviously had woes Torres, which is a pretty good one um and mm-hmm. i just i just kind of went for the one that had the best value in the top 40. Yeah. all right so my winner Talk about guys who play good, tough courses. I'll go with Matthew Fitzpatrick, t- plus 2,500. It's T5 and T11 his last two weeks. And he's had some good history here, too. He's T9 last year and second the year before. And he also he also has some good stats as well. He's 27th in stroke skiing approach, 23rd stroke skiing toe, 20th stroke skiing T to green. So, And he literally says, like, he's always the guy who plays well in the best, like, in the toughest conditions. I think he, last year... Uh, or he shot 69 on Sunday this past week. He, last year, he in like one of the toughest rounds. I think he was like one of the one or two players under par, maybe with Hatton. I'm not sure exactly, but he loves when the conditions are tough. So I'll, I'll go with him at plus 2500. My best bet. I love this best bet too, Francesco Molinari. I wish he was. I wish it would. His odds were a little bit lower for top 40, just to be a little bit safer. But top 30 at minus 106. He's top 10 in three of his last four starts. He's coming back to form. He's won here in 2019. There's three other top 10s here. And he's never finished worse than T34 in like seven or eight times playing at Darren Palmer. So yes. talk about a course horse and talk about <laughs> top top 30 when he's finally playing better again. I think that's yeah, exactly. Easy, he is playing really well. Yeah, I think we called this out a couple of weeks ago that he's he's kind of coming back to form. Yeah, um, and I was the one. So. I was the one who said, uh, like, that he kind of fell off, and I, and you're both like, yeah, he's playing kind of, playing pretty well. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then now I'm gonna pick him. Yeah. I guess I I love that bet too. Now yeah, every just, every time I put in a first round leader, it ends up being Trev's winner. But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stick I, with I it. Never, I never even see it, and then I just like I'm that's like just purely that's the guy I go with. Yeah, it is purely every time, like literally every, every time, time. Trev, every time I put in a first round leader, it's like exactly what Trev had as his winner. So I'm gonna we're gonna yep. stick with it. Matthew Fitzpatrick plus four thousand. That's great odds for a first round leader. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was first round leader really last cool. week, I think. Um, so uh, that's definitely possible. I could see. It. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm, I'm going to make a DraftKings line this week. I feel really good with the picks, p- the people right. that we have. Like in the, in I made one now. last week. Justin Thomas kind of let me down a little bit. The rest of my lineup was pretty good, but Justin mm-hmm. Thomas let me down. Well, Puerto Rico on Pat's hit list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Puerto Rico open review. Uh, Will Gordon T27, Johnny Vegas solo second, and Patrick Rogers T30. So not so. Congrats to them. Game. Congrats to them for being able to win on tour again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in America, Johnny Vegas had a yeah, little bit America. of scare there. Obviously, I mean, he had yeah, a little bit of scare for Vegas. Lead. Yeah, um, I mean. Vegas should be happy with that. Still get some money from it. We literally could have made a DraftKings lineup because, like, these guys weren't even that well, that that like highly valued. Yeah, I bet. Like a Vegas was, and, and they all did like decent. Johnny yeah. Vegas was plus plus forty eight hundred to win, I think, <laughs> and like mm. I, that was the pick, and uh, he finished in second, so not bad. Yeah. Right, so let's get in the clubhouse uh, to finish off the episode. Bad beat of the week. Well, we said it a little bit earlier, but Hatton T22 for me in my top 20 bet. Not only was that bad, but um, so I had like that on, on the plot on the uh, podcast as well as my uh, bets article, but also my bets article. I had Cameron Smith, who was uh, for, for top 10 and he was T11. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a good Sunday. Like he played well the entire week and then Sunday. Did. I like, saw he was leading at one point and then just. Yeah. 
I mean, he put five. Uh, he put five balls in the water on uh, Saturday. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, happens. Um, and then Johnny Vegas um, finishing in second, my winner pick last week. I mean, the way that he lost that tournament with a chip in eagle and then like a birdie out of the bunker on eighteen. I mean, that's Ooh, tough. <laughs> so for the uh, the for the segment we want to do this week to finish it off, we could do the random golfers of the week. But I also have a. Uh, what did we do last week? The guess who? Guess I have who? I guess have who? one of those. You have one? If we want, okay. if we want to do that instead. You didn't so you guys didn't get it last week. Um okay. and the field was only 72. I don't know what the field is this no, week. No, no, I think this will be easier because I have a little thing on Jeffrey Sportsbook where it divides by country so that we can go that oh. way too. Oh it'll be easier. Gotta get okay. into that. Okay. Um, so we wanna yeah. do that? Honestly, this will go a lot. Yeah, ten questions. This will go a lot quicker um once we uh know what questions to ask yeah exactly Jeez. yeah okay okay i have it is ready he, is he american he is american fuck that the, wow I, that, that I, narrows I it not down, narrow so much. down yeah <laughs> <laughs> um has he won a major before he has not won a major before all right doesn't really matter. um that who does that that just takes out definitely and like Jordan couple, couple of the big guys. Yeah. It takes and off guys who it definitely wasn't going to be. Wait, it literally, yeah, it literally it only up. takes out Jordan. I saw, I saw, and CJ. I saw, I saw Duffner, and I just thought he. Um. Shoot. Uh, has he won on tour before? He has won on tour, and I'll tell you that he's won twice. He's won twice on tour. Damn, it sucks when it's American. Hold up, I have thought. But I need to go one. See, that's three questions for you guys. Yeah. Hold on. It was a lot easier last week to come up with questions when he wasn't um, when he wasn't American. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. How many wins on tour? Three. Okay. So it's not him. It's not Jim Herman. It's not Jim. It's not. It's not Brent Snedeker. Wow. Okay. This is this is a tough one. Um, I think I might know who it is. Uh, it's deceptively not tough. That's just all I'll say. Like deceptively, okay. we'll, we'll go should here. be so. We easy. have three questions, right? Your last yeah. question was like last week. Um, is he is he short? So is he five nine or under? Uh, yes. Okay. Four. Did he yes, play? He did he play last week in WGC? Um, I think he. No, he did not. No, he did not. Okay, that narrows it down a little bit. Thinking about the the short guys right now. Short kings out there on the PGA tour. Um, I, I like to I like to guess. Yeah. I okay. Think I have a guy too, but. Chez Reeve. Our guy. That's, that's who I had. <laughs> I if, saw, if you didn't, if you didn't guess Ches Reeve, I was gonna ask, did he win I the saw, Travelers Championship? Yeah. <laughs> I saw. I, I saw he was in the. I saw he was in the list of Americans. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, he probably has a couple of tour wins. I saw he had two. I saw he what didn't play last week. I knew. And he that was he was short. short. I'm like, yep. I'm like, all right. This is. I, I was Reavy. gonna drag it. I, I wanted to be... drag it out a little bit. I was just gonna be like, did he win the Travelers? And then I was gonna yeah. ask, like, was he born on November 12th, like 1981? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make it a little bit easier on you guys and also just thought it would be fun if we picked Chad's Reedy. Yeah, I, I, I honestly had a feeling like I, 
there was a part of me that was like, well, what if we just pick Ches Reeve here? If you're new to the podcast, you because I feel like we haven't talked about it in a while. Ches Reeve is like our OG guy from like yeah when we first started the Way podcast. Back. Like yeah. Ches, if, you, Ches, if you're listening, and obviously he's listening. If anybody knows Ches Reeve. Yeah, get him on the podcast. Dream guest, right? Like, it's, it's a shame COVID happened because we would have went to the Travelers and like gotten gotten like ten minutes with him. I think. Yeah, we probably would have. Probably would have. That'd been, been awesome. so cool. Yeah. We can go this. But way. anyway, anything else we want to cover in in uh, inside the clubhouse? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of mad that you guessed it right away, Trev. I was going to use the last ten questions and just ask some <laughs> super specific things. Oh, who do we want to do for for uh, who's going to make the cut or not this week? Oh, that's a good question. Ricky Fowler? Is Ricky Fowler playing again? He is. Ricky Let's Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Uh, Jordan, I feel like Jordan Speed is a safer bet, honestly. I guess. Well, yeah, also, we, we, low-key, we have the players next week. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's kind of sick. Crazy. That is crazy. That's pretty awesome. So, All right. Will Ricky like Fowler make the cut to finish off the episode? I'm going with no. I'm going with no as well. I'm looking at the field. Actually, you know what? I'll go with yes. Go, yeah, I'm looking at the field. I'm going with yes this week. I'll go. The right. field feels not great. I'll go with yes. All right. On that note, I guess we'll see you next week for, you know, probably the fifth biggest tournament of the year. Mm-hmm.